Test, test, test. One, two, testing. One, two, one, two. Take, take one. Trexan Sci-Fi five-year anniversary live show. Oh yeah, I gotta gotta look at the camera, not at the screen. Try to do that. Tell me if I'm not. <laughs> this is Robert Picardo, the holographic doctor from Star Trek Voyager, saying hello to all the listeners of Treks in Sci-Fi. Oh, almost started another song there. This is what is known as live uh, entertainment. <laughs> All right, three, two, one. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our special Ustream broadcast live uh, fifth anniversary show for Treks in Sci-Fi. I'm re 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 I'm sorry. I was listening to Tweaky uh, Buck Rogers a little while. I am uh, Rico, your host. This is podcast 294. Today is August the 29th, 2010. Yeah, uh, okay. We'll try to keep that to a minimum because you're all jogging along on your iPods, you know, and your things, and you're, you're going to stumble if you get laughing too much, right? So uh, today's live show is, uh, we're like I said, we're doing this over Ustream. I usually have done this uh, each year for the anniversary show. It was five long years ago in uh, late August of 2005 after, well, I'm, you know what, I'm going to save the, the reminiscing for here in, in a few moments, but uh, I just want to welcome uh, everyone that's watching this uh, live, and we've got a little chat room going, and it's good. I, it, it's always fun to do this. It, I, I always also say that I'd like to do it more often, but it's it's also a little trickier you can't really do at least the way i do a show i can't really do those very well this way so this is going to be pretty loose uh talk about a few fun things i think uh, i have a couple of contests for those that are in the chat room you listening uh later you don't get to participate in that sorry too bad you lose <laughs> all right i am going to i've got about maybe four or five i don't know something like that comments people sent in this week uh, that I'm going to play throughout the show. The first one up that I'd like to play to kind of start the show off with is from our, our good friend Vartok. Uh, Vartok's done just some amazing things for us and, and submitted lots of great audio content over the years for Treks in Sci-Fi. Uh, he's a great member of the forum and the community. They, uh, it, it just, uh, it, you know, one of the great things about thinking about doing this show is, is how... Uh, how I've been, you know, so lucky to have a lot of people that have not only been watching Treks in Sci-Fi for a long time, but have kind of stuck with it. And I don't know why. Why are you still here? <laughs> anyway, I'm going to play Vartok's comment, and then I will come back and, and talk about it. And uh, more uh, up on this live anniversary show for Treks in Sci-Fi. i got to stop saying that. We're going to call it TSF from now on, I think. TSF. Here we go with Vartok. And click over to the. Do, 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 do. Here we go. Hello, everyone. This is Vartok again, with a special message of congratulations to maestro Rico Dosti and his creation, the Treks and Sci-Fi Podcast. This weekend, Rico and his cast are celebrating its five-year mission of creative and entertaining sci-fi transmissions to the local solar system. 
Now for any endeavor, I don't care what it is, to last five years takes true desire and spirit, which Rico has clearly demonstrated throughout this period. Rico, those shows are in the can and nothing can take them away. They are part of human history and experience. Dedicating many hours each weekend shows just how deep his fascination with science fiction truly is. If something related to sci-fi is going on in the world somewhere, it's a pretty sure bet he knows about it. And just imagine how many times that little voice in his mind said, Sleep in this Sunday, Rico. Please, come on, just another hour. Throughout this period, Rico has been ever gracious and allowed others to provide their own segments to air on the show. I can't think of any other showmaster who has provided that opportunity on their shows, and for that I am also very thankful. How much fun has it been to slide in a segment here and there, and then hear that piece play in your show, Rico? But of course, I also want to extend thanks to the others who have adopted the podcast and provided such interesting and varied material to the show. Thanks to you guys also. And so the question creeps around the edge of my mind. Will Rico continue with his podcast for another five-year mission? I guess we'll just have to stay tuned and find out. Thanks again, Rico. Vartok. Uh-oh, uh-oh. What's this? What's this? How did this Star Wars music get in here? Oh, live TV. Live podcasting. Sorry. <laughs> I can edit that out for those at home, but maybe I won't. Anyway, uh, Vartok, thanks so much for that. Uh, you've done some great things, and uh, I always look forward to what you have to say. I know you've got a little fan cast going on with some of your family. Uh, not a fan cast. What, what, am, I, what am I saying today? Uh, a, a little Trek fan film that uh, you've been posting some things on the forum about. And we're all looking forward to to seeing that, and uh, it looks great. And it, you know, that's that's what I love about Trek is is how much it involves the fans. And and that's now I'll get into the whole reminiscing about Treks and sci-fi. And I think I've done this on previous shows, previous live anniversary shows. But it's a story that I like uh, to share. And for those maybe who haven't heard it before, what uh, what initially started, uh, I guess, me wanting to do a, a, a podcast, and, a, and really the only thing that ever came to mind about doing a podcast was something about Star Trek and science fiction, was the fact that uh, a, a little more than five years ago, Enter- the series Enterprise had gone off the air in a very short you know, span of time. It only lasted four seasons. And I was very unhappy with that it, it uh, I, I liked the show quite a bit I thought it had really grown over the years it was on and you know I think there were a lot of both uh, non you know real Trek fans and other people that had kind of tuned off and just weren't watching it anymore Star Trek I think had become sort of saturated and and whatever the reasons are but they ended that series and I, and I kind of thought to myself you know no no Trek on the air every week and you know there's always of course reruns and DVDs but the, even the movie series was starting to kind of dwindle out uh, at that time. So, you know, everything looked kind of bleak. And, and I thought, to you know, well, what could we do or what I could do about that? And I'd always followed Trek, been a big fan, more than, you know, your average person, I guess, and, and probably knew way too much about it. 
but uh, so I decided to, and I also at the same time had started getting into listening to this kind of new thing five years ago, podcasts. So uh, uh, what I decided to do was, hey, well, let's take a, ch- a chance. And, uh, you know, I, I, I knew a lot about the tech and, and, and all the computer aspects of doing a podcast pretty much. A couple things I had to pick, had to pick up on. So I decided to to start a uh, a podcast about Star Trek, and initially the the show uh, Trek in Sci Fi, uh, a long time ago, even before that I decided to do the podcast, I had bought a domain a name uh, just Trek SF, and I always sort of used it and called it Trek in Sci Fi. The idea is, you know, using the Star Trek label, but also saying that I also was interested and liked other science fiction. So that's kind of where the name came from. I had the name way before I decided to do the podcast. So that kind of worked together. I had something on the web already going, and I could kind of blend that together with doing the uh, the podcast itself. So I started to record, and I'd say at, at first, the uh, the shows were pretty rough. I, I don't think I let as much of my own personality, and even to this day, I don't think I'm probably as, uh, I'm, I'm a little... Uh, well, let's say I'm a little live, livelier in real life, I think. I mean, not that I'm not lively when I do the podcast, but it's it, it's a tricky balance. I, I think if you get a little too off the deep end when you're doing a show uh, that people are listening to, I think they can that can kind of turn off some people. Uh, plus, there are always things that I want to talk about that I think are, I wouldn't say serious, but it's information I like to share with people and, and that. So it's a balancing act every week. But anyway, I, I think over the years, though, I've gotten a little bit smoother and, and let a little bit of myself kind of creep into the show a little bit more. Uh, and I, I, th- I think that's a good thing. And I, I don't think you really do that uh, at first with just about anything. I think at first you're, you know, I, I, I used to teach a little, my wife teaches, and I know at first teaching is, is the same kind of thing. At first you're very by the book and you, you're just trying to get the information to these students and all. And then later on, once you get more comfortable with that, you, you can let other things kind of creep in. And, and anyway, uh, long story short, I, I've been pretty much doing a show every week since. I, I, I didn't realize that that would be the case at the time. I, I, I also always say if I realized how many hours and work it would have taken um, to do all this, I may have thought otherwise. However... The thing, and, and, and I know this kind of is always a little bit corny, and a, a lot of people say this, but uh, you know, I, I really do mean it. That um, it it is really all worth it, just for the you know small community. And I and I always say that both. It, I think it's a good thing, and, and I like it that way. Of of the forum and the people that I've met uh, doing the show, not all really met in person. I've met uh, very few, but. Uh, only, only a really a couple, and and but I, I feel like I know all of you uh, a lot better through doing the show, through your emails, and of course through all the the contact on the forum each day, uh, and it's uh, it, it's kind of interesting because it, 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 things that have been happening in my life in the last couple of years, especially I'd say, especially the job thing over the last year, a, a lot of times the first time or the first uh, people that come to mind that I want to share it with besides. You know, Lynn and, and my my kids and my family are all of you guys. So uh, uh, it's you, you're kind of <laughs> my second family or third family. I don't know. Well, no. What am I? What am I? One of those guys on one of those HBO TV shows with uh, you know twelve wives around the country. What what's that all about anyway? I mean, I, I can only handle one. I mean, why more than one wife? 
I don't get it. <laughs> Who would want to do that? Uh, be careful. I'm drinking green tea uh, by Arizona. This is my favorite drink in the whole wide world. And uh, anyway, so the um, even more than beer. Yes, Brian. Where is Brian? He's playing with his iPad thingy or something. Brian got an iPad, and he's off playing with it. Probably can't even view Ustream on that thing, can you, Brian? So anyway, what I, where was I spinning off from? Oh, yeah, I was telling you that, uh, you know, when things have come up in my life, uh, you guys are some of the first people that I like to share that with, and uh, and, and, I, and I, it, it's, it's great. And there's a lot of people out there that, I, that would probably think this is all kind of a crazy thing, and you don't know those people on the Internet, and you're, you're sharing all this stuff with them. And, you know, I... I to me, one of the things about Trek has always been its, you know, positive message for the future, for mankind, positive belief in people. And now I'm going to get all like kind of, you know, somewhat serious. But I, I mean, I really believe that. I, I've seen a lot of very, very good things and good people in the world. And I've seen some bad ones, too. But I, I just kind of think that the more that you try to show others and try to be true and good and honest and, and, and you know stand up for what you think it, it, you know I think if enough people do that everyone else will be doing it too and that's the way I want my kids to be and you know now I'm really getting off into an end <laughs> I don't know so anyway uh, thanks everyone for for sticking with me all these years I, I hope I can continue to uh, entertain and inform you and, and all of that each week it's uh, it's a privilege and uh, I really do uh, appreciate all of you, and um, my only little request, or, or one request for this week, you know, is tell tell as many other people that you think that might like to watch, not really watch, but most of the time listen to this show, tell them about Treks and Sci-Fi, tell them about the other podcasts that, that have been sort of uh, spun off in a way, you know, other people that are on uh, the forum, uh, Jen and Meds and Rick Moyer and Al. And all of you, uh, you know, all these other people, Kenny, that, that uh, have done podcasts from, uh, I guess, a little bit of inspiration from this show. You know, tell everyone that you know about all this stuff. And, uh, you know, it's a great form of entertainment. There's lots of times during the day that, you know, just having something to listen to in the background is really helpful. And it can be a lot of fun. I know I've been lately been dragging my iPod into work while I'm mixing paint there at uh at work, I'll have it in my lab coat pocket and have my little earbuds in listening to uh, some podcasts, and, and it really is, is a lot more fun that way and more interesting. So tell your friends, family, tell your dog, whoever, all about treks and sci-fi. So um, I thought what I would do during this uh, during the show is a, is a couple things. I wanted to share all that, and I'm also going to uh, play a little bit of uh, Rick Moyer's uh, music uh, and his some of his um, you know contributions to the podcast over the years. Rick Moyer, uh, I don't know exactly how many years now we've uh, been conversing over the forum and emailing and all that. I know he started to listen and watch pretty early on in the show, but uh, I have to you know kind of give him a special uh, round of applause and, and 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 thanks for for you know everything that he's been able to do with the bumpers. Uh, the music and, and just uh, you know he's there, and and I and it's just like Vartok I think said you know there are times I'm sure that he's like ah oh, Rico wants another song or he's doing this other podcast or he wants a bumper or or it, it takes for for us doing these things it, it takes 
I, I guess a special kind of person to do that all the time and uh, I value uh, his his amazing talent and contributions to the show uh, over all these years so Rick uh, I know you're in the chat room right now so thanks very much and here's uh, one of my favorite songs I may have just played this as we were getting ready to do the show but uh, I saw John Delancey in uh, Chicago last weekend at the uh, Wizard World Comic Con. He, he's a great guy. John is uh, did a great talk. Anyway, uh, I want to play this song. Uh, it's called That Thing with Q uh, by Rick Moyer. So listen to this, and I'll be back with more of uh, this week's live streaming show on Treks in Sci-Fi. TSF, right? Yeah. Down about the 12th century. This is England, or to be more precise, Sherwood Forest is its cue for creation of You, doing that thing with you, orbiting like your eyes are gonna speak now to some archaeologist guys. And you, he kidnapped all the crew, he knew that I like you to hold you over. back now thank you so much for that song and so many others uh you can see uh or not just see but listen to rick's songs over at christrocks.com slash parody i believe is the 
correct URL. But if you just go to ChristRocks.com, I think he's got a link on the left-hand side there. Uh, some more tea. So, all right, uh, what's up next? Uh, what I was... Um, you know, it's always tricky to come up with a good subject to talk about as the big thing for, uh, I guess, today's live show. What I wanted to uh, to talk about, I thought, was uh, one of the great things about Star Trek over the years for me has been the characters. Probably the most interesting thing. The stories are good, you know, and I like that and all. But it comes down to me, like a lot of TV shows and movies, are the characters a little bit. And I wanted to go through each of the Trek series. What I would, thought I would do is is talk a little bit about each series and, and what the, the angle that I thought I would use this week would be. And some of this I've probably said a little bit sometimes in the past. It's hard after almost 300 shows. But uh, what I wanted to say is kind of uh, for each of the Trek series, which of the the characters kind of uh, I identified with the most as I was watching the series uh, over the years and of course the first one I thought we would talk about uh, or I would talk about the original series I grew up on the reruns of TOS uh, Kirk Spock McCoy and all that and of course for me uh, there is no better captain than Kirk but the character that I identified probably with quite a bit at that time was Spock of course Spock being the kind of you know very logical very sensible and and, and as a kid growing up that's uh, and going through a lot of things, that was a character that uh, you know I kind of really took to heart, and I and I still kind of use what what he and all of these characters that I'll talk about, uh, and and what I wanted to do and, and say was um, that uh, I'm going to start a thread on the forum after the podcast, and I'd like everyone on there maybe to talk about the characters I think that they most identify with from the different series. I was almost going to try to do this ahead of time, have people send in audio about that subject but uh, that didn't quite work out this week so uh, so I will talk about it start us off and then you guys can all uh, send in your opinions either on the forum or email if you're somebody that's uh, listening to this and you're not on the forum you should be you know so anyway Spock uh, you know for for somebody growing up in that time and watching the reruns I thought was it was a great role model you know he didn't lack emotions he just kind of controlled them and uh, and, and it's kind of something that served me well over the years to to be able to control my emotions, but also kind of, you know, get a little crazy sometimes when it's necessary. And Spock certainly did that on occasion. So uh, uh, I, I think uh, deep down he's probably more emotional almost than than a lot of the other ones on the show when you think about it. He just, he just keeps them kind of hidden and in check. So that's the first one that uh, I thought I would talk about. And then... What we're going to do is, uh, I was talking a little bit about Rick Moyer. Uh, he's also contributed these uh, Bob and Gebular segments, and I'm going to segue now. We'll come back talking about more about Trek characters, but uh, Rick sent in this uh, audio that he did of Bob and Gebular. Uh, I think with Nathan, his son helped him out on this, and this is the first time I've listened to the whole thing here with you on Treks and Sci-Fi. So listen to this, and I'll be right back. I am trying out my new Skype program. Why would you do that, Mom? Because, Gebular, you are in college now. College? You mean a multiversity? 
yes, a multiversity, where, a, where you learn all sorts of great information and useless things so that you have a piece of paper and can be hired by multi-million dollar companies. That is exactly what I strive for. Guess what? What? Gebular Rico has a anniversary. A anniversary? Yes, an anniversary. What is that, Bob? It is a yearly celebration of a particular event that is important to humans. Rico! Rico. And he has a five-year anniversary of Treks in Sci-Fi. A centversary! Cent? No, anniversary! Does that not mean five? Oh, yes, it does. I'm uh, sorry. Uh, uh, <laughs> 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 so, happy anniversary, Rico. Happy anniversary! You are at a university. Multiversity. Wow. We are so hip and human now. I love it so much. Well, we are so happy for you, Rico. Happy five-year anniversary on the Treks in Sci-Fi podcast. This message was approved by Bob and Gebular. We like you. A lot. Take us to your Rico. Yay. Oh, that's, uh, thanks a lot, guys. That's great. I, I always love it. And uh, someday I'll have to learn how you do the Bob and Gebular voice stuff. I know you have uh, uh, a lot of tools at your disposal for that, but uh, I want to learn your, your, your secrets. And uh, maybe we should, uh, we should do something together uh, using some of that. Oh, that <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing at the chat room. They, that's his natural voice. Helium balloons. Uh, okay. So anyway, uh, but thanks so much for that. Uh, always great to hear from Bob and Gebular and their visits in, to our strange world that, that they don't seem to always quite understand. And uh, I, I really uh, enjoy what they... We need a Bob and Gebular cartoon. Wouldn't that be great? Ah, oh, it's a million-dollar idea right there. Boom, gone. You know, it's like... Uh... All right, so um, let's go back to talking about the characters. The next series, of course, to talk about uh, in, in Trek... Uh, History would be to talk about uh, the next generation. Uh, for many, this is their favorite track. I, I love it quite a bit uh, too, and and it's uh, it's a show that had a lot of characters uh, that I liked quite a bit. Each of them kind of a little bit had qualities I think that I kind of liked and identified with a little bit. Uh, the um, I'd say though that the probably and, and this is probably a little bit along the Spock line, but probably the character that I kind of identified with uh, the most and, and enjoyed watching uh, over the years would be Data, played by Brent Spiner. Uh, Data, of course, very much like the TNG Spock. He starts out with very little emotion. At least that's the idea. And even though I think he really does have some, they're just, again, kind of hidden. So he has uh, a, a lot to uh, you know to say about humanity he's sort of a little bit of an observer and i've always kind of felt like that too i think most people that are you know the geeks and the nerds out there are always feeling a little bit like outsiders and have 
you know, just kind of a different perspective on, on things than, than your average person might have. We always feel a little uh, like maybe we, we got plunked down on a planet that we don't really belong to. Uh, so, uh, so he'd probably be on TNG, probably be one of my favorite characters and probably the one uh, I kind of personally identified with the most. And uh, so uh, we've gone through TOS, TNG. I'm going to take a little break here. And to just keep things moving along, we're going to play, let's see, we've got uh, about three more. Yeah, we could slide one in here. I'm going to play another comment from uh, one of the uh, fans and listeners of Treks and Sci-Fi, another uh, gentleman who has uh, contributed quite a, you know, a, a lot over the years. He's done guest spots. Uh, he, he always seems to want to talk about that Doctor Who television show. I don't know. What is this Doctor Who thing about? I don't, I don't really get it. No, I, I get it. It's fantastic. If you're not watching Doctor Who, Rick Moyer and a few others, and, and I know other people listening to this, get Doctor Who. Start watching Doctor Who. Uh, start with when it, the, the series kind of was kicked back into gear four or five years back uh, with, with Christopher Eccleston. And then, and then work your way up to the the current season. Uh, this show is fantastic, and I can't do the you know a, a British voice. You should uh, you should all be watching Doctor Who. Uh, it is uh, it's just great. I, I I have to say, Doctor Who for me right now has become the show that I probably get almost the most emotional about, uh, especially this new season with this Matt Smith guy. Uh, you know. He's just he's just great, and, and uh, you know I just thought that they did a great job with the year. The um, you know the stories were good. It had an overall nice, interesting plot going on. It's just bloody fantastic. So uh, so watch Doctor Who, and I'm going to play Med's comment right now. Uh, once I dig it up from my little archive here, <laughs> not that it's a deep archive, but I got to click over to the Explorer and click the file. Do do do. Here we go. Here's Med's comments for today's show. Hi Rico, this is Meds uh, from Waffle Podcast, and of course, you own forums under the name of Hawkeye Meds. Uh, five years, wow, congratulations on a not you not such a fantastic uh, celebratory birthday for Trex and Sci-Fi. Uh, I've been listening for three years, I've been a member on the forum for around about, uh, uh, just coming up to three years actually, not far off three years as well. Um, you do a brilliant show, I mean I've listened to every single episode, I've actually listened to them all twice. Uh, I remember when I, I finally did the catch-up. Uh, catching up on a year's worth, and uh, I, I, I went back and listened to them all again, um, just to show how good your show is. Um, congratulations on, uh, on on this uh, magnificent event, and uh, here's to the next five years. Wow, and uh, let's face it, that will fly by. Uh, keep up the good work, mate, and uh, speak to you soon. Around about the 12th century. Oh, there I go with the other stuff. Oh, I tried to catch it, too. All right, uh, Meds, thanks so much for uh, sending in your comments. Uh, he does a great podcast, Waffle On. You guys should all have that subscribed on your iTunes or however else you get podcasts. It's fantastic, bloody fantastic, too. So, uh, Meds, it's uh, always great. I, I so much enjoy when you guys guest and talk about, you know, you, Kenny, and KC, the, the, the Doctor Who team 
uh, you know, when you do a show about that, I, I really look forward to it. I almost kind of try to schedule and plan around, uh, okay, the season's going to end. Let's see, we can have those guys do their show here. It'll be good timing and all. And, uh, they always have some great things to say and they don't always exactly agree with each other, which is what's good too. Uh, they have different opinions and that's what makes it fun and, and interesting to listen to. So meds, thanks so much. And, and, for, and Kenny and KC also thanks for those shows too. So, Okay, let's go back to characters, Star Trek characters that I like and identify with. Um, the uh, the next series, I guess, up to we're we're now up to is, is Deep Space Nine. You know, Deep Space Nine was was a, was a hard one for me to uh, to pick who I'd like and, and or not really like so much, but but probably the the one I identify with the most. Uh, and uh, it it was tricky. I either. You know, they kind of each kind of crept in there a little bit, uh, but I think I settled on Dr. Bashir finally for uh, for the one that I I kind of personally feel kind of a little bit of a connection with, and part of that is is he, he comes on Deep Space Nine. He's sort of this young and di- naive. He, he's a little out of his element, but he's all eager and he's you know he's optimistic and he's enthused to be out on the edge of space and everything. And then things kind of he becomes more seasoned and, and a little less. Uh, maybe a little less optimistic, but a little bit more savvy as the series goes on. And I, I think uh, I feel that way over my, the course of my life a little bit too, and even the course of doing the podcast. Uh, so, so Dr. Bashir from uh, Deep Space Nine is probably uh, uh, the character that kind of clicks the most with me. I, I like Cisco quite a bit too. Even Chief O'Brien, you know, there's little qualities, even a little quirk uh, in me sometimes too. But uh, but Bashir probably for the most part for me. Uh, we will uh, now are going to play, I think, another song was on my schedule. And I'm trying to um, decide, or I was trying to decide which one to say. You know, there's so many great ones that Rick has done. Uh, but uh, I am going to pick one and, uh, well, let's see. Yeah, I was b- bouncing between a couple of them, but let's go... Um, uh, let us go. I know which one I want. I'm just trying to find it here. I did, 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 okay, here we go. This is the one that Rick Moyer did uh, right near the time, a little before last year's big blockbuster hit, Star Trek. Uh, the new movie by J.J. Abrams came out. So I like this one a lot. I've played this one uh, quite a bit. Uh, just fun to listen to. It's called Shut Up and Let's Just Go. Good luck. You always had a hard time finding your place in this world. What are you talking about, man? You can settle for an ordinary life. I dare you to do better. It's an Abrams film, you know. For a new take on the old spaceships, now shut up and let's just go. It's a Star Trek mass machine, I bet he changed the uniforms. Now not so cheesily, the fans go easily. Gone is Shaq, it's us that ought to be. About the spot, it's not attainable. This time out, it's not so cranial. I ain't steaming, I ain't taking this. I ain't steaming, I ain't taking this. I ain't steaming, I ain't taking this. Shut up and let's just go. Hey! And don't worry, Star Trek fans, JJ's new frontier is under construction. We wrapped up in time. 
Track Check last week, and we're editing now. It was the most exciting, challenging, and satisfying experience. The cast is spectacular. Shut up and let's just go to the movie, just so you know. I don't care what shape the nacelles are. Now shut up and let's just go. Siler can be the new Spock, and I like the new Kirk really a lot. Oh, so critically, you are dancing me. Gone is coining in the Trek movie. The bridge is bright, it's not affordable. I want something unignorable. I ain't steaming, I ain't taking this. I ain't steaming, I ain't taking this. I ain't steaming, I ain't taking this. Shut up and let's just go. Hey! Experience. The cast is spectacular. The movie is, I think, so much fun. So I'm just, I, I'm just dying for you to see it. You'll have to wait just a little bit longer. Star Trek is due in theaters May 2009. All right, shut up and let's just go. I want to watch the movie again. Oh, during the um, during the music there by Rick Moyer, I was showing everyone on the uh, Ustream chat uh, or Ustream video, whatever you call it, this uh, great two-disc uh, audio set, uh, much more uh, music from Michael Giacano from the Star Trek soundtrack uh, of last year. This was just released in June. I think you can still pick it up. Uh, if you have a question about where to get it, uh, I think there's a couple different places, uh, but uh, I can help you out with that. Just send me an email, treksf at gmail.com. But it's, it's a great uh, set. It comes with this, I don't know, about two dozen pages of color photographs, quite a few that I haven't seen uh, before. So... Uh, you know, they're, they're stills from the movie, some of the behind-the-scenes stuff. Anyway, uh, great thing. If you enjoy the music to uh, the Star Trek movie, you should pick that up. So, okay, back to the character talk that I was doing as the kind of subject matter for this week. Next up, uh, Voyager. And this one I think I've said before, The uh, probably the character that I identified with and liked the best uh, for me, at least personally, on Voyager was Tom Paris. Tom, uh, you know, flew the flew Voyager was a pilot, something that I've always been interested in, and in, in in the ships and even flying in general. I was at a big air show about a month ago uh, up in Wisconsin uh, called EAA, where they have a lot of experimental aircraft and things like that up there, along with known, you know, not known but non-experimental things and military crap. Anyway, uh, Tom Paris just. He, he was always a little bit of a, a, a slightly a bit of a goofball, but he also, uh, you could kind of count on him in a pinch. And he's also one of the, you know, rare married or eventually married characters in, in Star Trek history. They haven't really done that much. 
And I, I thought that that was an interesting thing to do, especially since he married somebody that he really didn't get along with very well at first. And not that I, you know, when I was uh, first going out with Lynn, uh, that we didn't get along, but there were, you know, we have quite a few differences. And, and I, think, uh, I think that makes things interesting in a marriage anyway. And I, I think there are, uh, I don't know if you'd really want to marry somebody who, who likes everything that you like and, and who just uh, is a sort of a mirror, not really a mirror image, but just is just pretty much like you. I, I, I don't think that would be very interesting. Of course, you can't find someone who is totally, uh, you know, totally, oh my God, you know, but somebody who who can't understand your views or, or what you see in things. I think that and here we are on, not on Treks in Sci-Fi, but Treks in Love and Marriage. Welcome to the show, ladies. Oh, fantastic. So glad that you joined us here today. <laughs> Where's my Old Spice? Oh, by the way, um, I, I may have said before, but I, I, I'm working on this little uh, Star Trek uh, uh, Star Trek-related Old Spice spin-off video thing. Uh, I've got some help with the voices. Uh, or the voice, and uh, it's going to be based on Tiberius Cologne, so you can kind of figure that one out for yourself. For look, so look for that video, which will be sort of a spoof of the old old space stuff, but a little more Kirk and a little more, you know, real tough guy stuff in it. So that video should be uh, should be coming in the next couple of weeks. It's still I'm still putting it together a little bit, but anyway, I think that should be fun. And you got to strike, you know, when it's hot. So the Old Spice guy is just everywhere. I hear he's going to guest star on Chuck or something this this year. I thought that I heard that, or maybe some other TV shows too. So um, anyway, okay. So we did Voyager. So I guess the last one is Enterprise. But we're going to play another listener comment here first. This is uh, from this is from Al Kessel. I think his wife Joyce is in this. I haven't listened to these clips. Uh, I just made sure they worked. Uh, I like to keep that as kind of fresh and a surprise for me when I do the show. Anyway, they do a, a, a great podcast. Actually, I joined them recently. They do a, a show about Disneyland and the whole Disney resort situation and things. And we talked about stuff because I grew up in California for a few years and, and, and visited Disney when I was young out there in, in California. Well, of course. Didn't I just say that? Duh. <laughs> anyway, uh, here's Al's comments. Uh, I think, again, with his wife, Joyce, uh, about uh, this little fifth anniversary thing on Treks and Sci-Fi. Treks, the final frontier. These are the episodes of Treks in Sci-Fi. Rico's five-year journey to explore strange new subjects, to seek out new listeners, to boldly go where no podcast has gone before. Well, thanks very much for that, Al. I, I guess your wife wasn't in that. I, I should have listened ahead of time. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, live. It's so great when it's live. Anyway, thank you for that. Uh, I've got to use that. I'll use that on the podcast as an intro or, or intro music. Uh, that'll be cool. I, I like your uh, I like your Shatner. It's good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, I, I said this last week on 
the video cast that I did about the Chicago Con and a little bit about Shatner, but maybe I'll slip it in here. You know, I've seen William Shatner quite a few times over the years at different conventions, and I got to say, he's he's a great guy, and, you know, he's done so much. You know, without him, in a way, we maybe not have Trek at all, really, if he hadn't come along or, or had that sort of something uh, that, uh, like they said in Monty Python and the Holy Grail, he has that certain something. Uh, but But when he's at these conventions... He just starts to talk about stuff that I'm like, what are you talking about? You know, people are here. People waited. People paid money. And, okay, I can understand um, that he has some stuff he wants to talk about. It. It, it, There were two things that kind of bugged me just a little bit about about last weekend. And uh, that uh, one thing was the the situation about... um, he talks a lot about this new show he's doing. Bleep, my, my, my dad said. He talks about that a lot. And he's got some other projects going too. And so it becomes sort of like this advertisement he seems like he's doing. And he does it for a while. And and then he, he goes into this whole thing about when he did the Olympics and a lot of stuff. And there this whole line of people there uh, that are waiting to ask him questions. And I think he got to one or two of the people so uh, I, I felt a little bit bad. You know, there's a lot of people that haven't. I, I've seen Shatner probably, you know, four or five times at least. And, and I'd say probably 10, 15 years ago, he, he wasn't quite as, didn't do this as much as he does now. Each time I see him, it seems less more about him. And it's just, and it's, and it's just you know, not so much about the people there that you're visiting with. I mean, I don't know. I just... I can understand it a little bit, and he, but he, but he's, he's got to, I guess, understand what the people are there for, and they, they really want to kind of connect with him a little bit and maybe ask him a question or two. So, Bill, you know, next time, you know, I know you're going to do some more cons this year. I know you're listening, so, you know, step it up a little bit. Listen to the people. So, all right, um, what do we got next? Okay, we're on to Enterprise. Enterprise was an easy one for me to pick a, a character I thought uh, – uh, probably be, for me, the character that I liked and identified with the most was Trip. Uh, he's an engineer. I, I, I kind of have that kind of way of thinking sometimes. You know, I like how, make you know figure out how things work, like to fix stuff. But but it's also just he's again he's kind of like a lot like the Tom Paris character, and he has a lot of little wisecracks on the show, and, and he bumps heads probably with T'Pol and the Vulcans uh, more than than the average person on the show. And anyway, just he was the character that I liked the most and uh, enjoyed. So, uh, so that we've gone through, I guess, every series now. So, uh, I'm going to um, also now take another little break. I think we'll play. Rick has some comments here and a, uh, a song attached to it. So this will be a little longer break. And then I may have one more that I need to find uh, comment-wise. Uh, I thought I had them all here, but. Uh, uh, there may be another one trickling out there in the in the you know the Ethernet of the e- internet the Ethernet the ether of the internet yeah that's what I want to say so anyway here is Rick's comments uh, about the this anniversary show and a new song for all of you a brand new song premiering here so listen to this and I'll be back in a few. Hey Rico, this is Rick Moyer, and with me at my house is Jedi Jeff. That's so cool. We're actually recording Jeff. together. How awesome is that? Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's 
something I never thought would actually ever happen. So. Me either, and that's what's so cool. Okay, so five years, the Trex and Sci-Fi Forum has been up going for five years. The podcast has been going on, and wow, has it ever developed into a really cool thing? Yeah, like I, said, I would have never imagined um, kind of the how it's kind of evolved, I guess, into kind of the Rico and his podcast each week, and then just kind of the group of people that he's kind of brought together on the forums is been really great and then you know how he's kind of um you know he's moved off into those cool guest casts that mm -hmm. uh, that people who want to do can do as well so it's it's a cool podcast that's it for sure it really is and what i like uh, i like the community rico that you formed here has been just i don't know it's just unique you know i've been involved in some other ones that quite honestly give me a stomach ache and i don't want you know it's really adversarial and stuff like that yet on this forum and on this podcast it seems to just bring people together in a good way. Yeah, it does. It certainly does bring people together in a real nice way, real friendly way. Like say, it's well, just I would have never considered meeting anybody off a forum before. Yeah, you've met so many in. people now. I have. You know, it's been really cool. And I, I just want to say thank you, Rico. Not only has your podcast been just really encouraging to me because I love trekking. It's been fun to hear all these different people on your program, and the forums have been really encouraging. And I've been able to meet some really good friends. A lot of my friends now are from all around the world because of the forum. Yeah, like I say, that's cool. I've met so many people, like say, um, through through the forums. You know, you're the first person I've met in the flesh, which is cool. Which is cool. Probably not the only one. You probably yeah, I'm sure. Like say, we were talking last night at supper. Um, your son Andrew mentioned that we we need to get together sometime for a big kind of uh, trucks and sci-fi get together. That would be awesome. Yeah, that would be really really cool. Well, and and then of course too, trucks and sci-fi is such a cool podcast because it inspired me to do a podcast. Yeah, like say yeah, you you kind of changed your life. And I did. I took a career change, you know, and part of it is because of the support and the friends that I had have on the forum here, and that's really really cool because. Uh, I was able to take something that was my passion and turn it into something because I've been submitting all these little little comments like you do to the Tracks and Sci-Fi show and I just thought, gosh, this is really cool. I bet I could do this full time. Yeah, and you're doing it. You're living the dream, I guess. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's it's you know, it starts off rough, but we're going and it's yeah. starting to get better and it's very very cool. But I'm just I'm just really thankful for Trex and Sci-Fi and and uh, this great community and I I just want to say Congratulations, Rico, on five years. I hope you do it for 50 more. Yeah, I, same with me, uh, Rick. Uh, congratulations, Rico, on this uh, on a great podcast, hitting the five-year milestone. I'm so looking forward to all that you have coming up. Uh, like I say, I, I, I hope you know your work situation gets sort of sorted out yeah. all, for all the good. Um, that would be good. I'm hoping maybe in the in the new year, maybe uh, you know that things are, are settled up for you. You can do more of those collectible reviews you haven't done. I in a know. While. We I like those collectible reviews. I didn't even know there was collectibles before I listened to Trek and Sci-Fi. So that tells you something. Yeah, <laughs> kind of fun. So anyway, we're honored to be part of this great community, and we want to wish you a happy five-year anniversary. Yeah, happy five years, uh, Rico. Okay, now. Of course, you know me. I had to write a song to go along with five-year anniversary. I remember year three when I did, instead of Let It Be, it's year three. Remember that? Yeah, I remember and then, that. I can't remember what I did last year. I did something for the anniversary. But this year, this year, we pulled out the stops, made an original rap song. Of course, you know me, rap songs, because it's more, it's more fun than doing a poem. And uh, this one is called Five Years uh, Do the Rico. And so everybody, get ready to dance. I'm hoping that someday we'll see a video of Rico dancing around his basement to this song. 
This is called Five Years. Do the Rico. Congratulations and have a great day. This is Rick. And this is Jeff. Saying have a great day and happy five-year anniversary. Great, uh, great work on that song, and maybe there will be a YouTube video of that someday. Oh, I messed everything up. I was dancing around this place. You people who didn't watch this live, you missed out so much. Let me readjust this uh, this camera. I'm going to do my my imitation of one of the second season episodes of TOS. What is this? Oh, you know what? That reminds me. We need to do a contest. Yes, a contest. All right, this contest is something that 
everyone can get. You all can win this. You all... It's not a Star Trek question. There's no Star Trek question here. Actually, anyone who is probably about maybe four or five years old and above, because that is this audience, could answer this question. Or at least I should say have a a shot at answering this question. (laughs) Al just said, oh, that leaves him out. Okay. All right. What uh, the... The question is going to be, and the um, I'm going to do two contests. There's going to be another one later on. This one, though, uh, is going to be the winner of this is going to get a little surprise pack for uh, for themselves. Uh, I have to say, anyone, uh, you people in the UK, nah, you're out. You're out. UK, no. This is US only, okay? US only. So uh, sorry about that, mates. <laughs> yes, you may get the socks. Oh, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. All right, enough about that. You will get a surprise pack from me. You will just have to send me your address and uh, information like that so I can send it off to you. I'm going to be home next weekend over Labor Day here, and I will do that. And I, I still don't like where this camera is right now. Okay, here is the question, and I think this should work. Um, okay, what it's going to be is... Uh, I have written something down on this pad. You guys have to guess what I wrote on this pad. (laughs) It's close to that. I'm going to give you a little bit of a hint, though. Okay, so this is for all those in the chat room right now. And the the easy thing here is I want you to, and I've already done this, so I'm going to hold it up here so you guys know I'm not cheating or anything like that. I'm going to hold it up, and I will just turn this around for the camera. But the question is, what... What number between 1 and 20 did Rico write down on this notepad? Okay, start typing, and you only get one guess, so make it count. Whoever's closest. Oh, my gosh. Dan Krug, Dan Krug 572, and and the weirdest thing is three people wrote this. You just beat the other two. And the number is, yes, 17. Isn't that weird? Out of all you guys in the in the chat that are listening, this number, gosh, that is weird. Wow, I should try that again. We could we could form some kind of like magic act or something like that. Let me try this. No, not rigged, Jen. No, not rigged. Okay, we're going to try this one more time just for fun cuz I got a kick out of that. I'm going to do the same thing again. All right, I'm writing a number down. This isn't for a contest. Dan Krug, you won. Send me your uh, your information, and I'll mail off you a little surprise pack of Trex and Sci-Fi goodies. Okay, so, all right, now I've got another number. Here is the number. All right, everyone get, get another shot just for fun. Go ahead. I want to see if we do this again. All right, I'm focusing on the number. We're doing our little Yuri Geller thing. Ooh, there's a couple people that are close. No one's guessed this one yet. Between 1 and 20 again. Oh, you guys are close this time. Nope, it's not working. No one, no one's gotten this one yet. Oh, oh, Susie K, you got it finally. Okay, it was the number six. All right, well that's cool. So it worked once. My psychic vibes are just used up for the day, I guess. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, next up on the show, it was uh, we're gonna play uh, another comment. I actually got a couple left, and I think I said that I was nearly out, but uh, we found another one now. Or two. So next up, this one is from uh, someone who's been a, a great member on the forum for a long time, Tim. 
uh, or King Linkser, uh, he sent in a comment about the fifth anniversary show, and I'm going to play that for all of you right now. Hey Rico, it's King Isaac Linkser from the forums, and you sent out a request for audio, and I think you asked what our favorite TNG, TNG, uh, Treks and Sci-Fi stuff was, or at least the podcast, I should say. Um, hmm. If I had to say, it's the one where you do full cop, full episode commentaries. I, I really like those um, compared to anything else that's been done on the podcast. Uh, just just for some reason it works well to me and it, it gives me something to sort of visualize and keep in interest in the podcast while you're talking about it. Uh, the second most favorite thing would be all the guest stars you've had and it's been nice to hear from both regular podcasters from other shows and just non-standard guests who should be in shows. <laughs> yeah, at least, yeah. Um, what else? What else? Hmm. I don't really have a favorite particular episode of your podcast that I would point out. It's just all been really good, and you've managed, you've just kept us interested for now five years. I mean, I haven't been listening for five years, but uh, it's certainly been a long time. So, yeah, that's really all I have to say. That's, that's my favorite stuff, and keep up the great work, Rico. You've been doing a great job for five years, and, you know, that's... That's an achievement on its own to keep the same quality and even bump it up a little bit. And uh, I hope everything works out for you, Rico. Signing off. Have a good day. Well, thanks very much, Tim. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I, I like I like a lot of the different podcasts for a lot of different reasons. I was looking back over all the shows that I've done uh, a little bit over the over the whole f- last five years, and even this last year. I've started to do more um, what I would consider like special shows or, or things that aren't just Trek episodes. I, I know early on with the podcast, I was just kind of covering Trek episodes for the most part, talking a little bit about news and, and other things. But And then I started to diverge off and I would do a show about Farscape or Buffy or Babylon 5. And I've tried to continue to do that. This year I've been doing things... Uh, I've been doing covering some Indiana Jones movies and you know just just other subjects. Uh, you know, one that was really fun and interesting for me to do was the Donnie Darko one, and you know, covering movies that that maybe some other people haven't really watched yet. I know uh, there was I did a Firefly one uh, not too long ago, and uh, still still people who hadn't seen that it got them interested in watching the show, and that again is another thing that I like to do with the podcast is is sort of point things out that I think people may have not uh, had a chance to watch yet, movies or television, that I think they might enjoy. And uh, sometimes I think, and, and people may feel like that, um, I just like everything, anything sci-fi or fantasy uh, that, I, that I like. And I... I don't think that's completely true. I do feel like I, I, I find something to like about most of it, but I, I certainly uh, 
reserve the podcast for those those things that I find especially good, especially enjoyable, high quality, at least things that I enjoy. Everyone, and again, this is something that I say almost every week, or I try to. These are just my opinions and and you know ideas and thoughts, and not yours. If you want to do your own, you can start a podcast too, and then I won't have to do this anymore. So anyway. Uh, Oh, Brompton Boy just said, I want a Logan's Run cast. Yeah, that's a good idea. You should do that. You should definitely do a Logan's Run podcast. Uh, yeah, that would be a great one. I mean, I love that, and I love the TV series too. So, But that's a good uh, good idea for uh, for you to do maybe a guest spot. So uh, I need a guest spot in early October, hint, hint. So uh, so anyway, thanks so much, Tim, for your comments. And it, it's, it's all fun. And, and I especially do enjoy, even though it also helps me out with... Um, when I'm away for the weekend or whatever, to do a guest uh, spots uh, or when people do guest spots. And speaking of that, I thought I would uh, share with you what the upcoming, I'm going to click quickly over to the forum because I posted this not too long ago, actually, just a day, a couple days ago. But I'm going to fill you in on what's coming up on Treks and Sci-Fi in the next few weeks. Okay, uh, next weekend, I will be not here. There will be a guest uh, host. Rick Moyer is going to be covering the TNG episode Conspiracy. The weekend after that, the weekend of September 12th, I will be covering a Voyager episode, the one called Message in a Bottle. That is uh, a pretty cool episode, I think. That's the one where um, the doctor is on that experimental ship with the hologram played by Andy Dick. And uh, I just think that's a cool one and fun. And the weekend after that, I'm going to cover the uh, TV series Legend of the Seeker. This fantasy series that only lasted two seasons was just canceled not too long ago, uh, but one that I, I really enjoyed a lot. One that I hope that other people will take a shot and give it a give it a watch, and, and that will be on the 19th of September. Uh, on the 26th, they're going to do a special show. Going to have uh, my friend Rick Pete come to Rockford. God, I'll still be in Rockford then. Yes, probably. Uh, anyway, we're going to do a show about Spock. And, and Vulcans and Vulcan culture and all of that. So we're going to, kind of like we covered the Klingons, we're going to cover the Vulcans and Spock on, on the 26th. And then on October 3rd uh, is going to be a another guest show because I'll probably be going home that weekend. Usually it's been about once a month or so that I need that. Uh, next... Uh, Anyway, the uh, oh, I just got distracted. Sorry from the chat room. Oh, I have to apologize too. Back when uh, I think I played Rick Moyer's comments, and near the beginning of that, I had to sneeze, and you may have heard that. That wasn't Rick or or Jedi Jeff uh, sneezing. It was me. <laughs> oh, it's I, I I'm I'm so tired of uh, I, air conditioning. Sometimes kind of bugs me a little bit, you know. And uh, I'm in this uh, bedroom here with the AC on. It's pretty warm here today, and. In Illinois, because it's always warm here. It's been warm here all summer since about like April. Uh, so uh, actually, last week we had a couple of days that it was a little bit better. It was only like mid 80s. Woohoo! So anyway, um, but on the second floor of this place. So anyway, the air conditioning sometimes will make me sneeze, even though it's kind of a new unit and doesn't have any. You know, I don't think there's any mold or anything going on in there. Who knows? Whatever. Who cares? Just Rico sneezed. But I'm sorry about that. I, I tried to cover it up. <laughs> 
All right, where are we at? I have to play another comment here, a one that was uh, just sent in. This is another one from Al, and I think this is more than he had that intro. That was more of an intro one, I think, that he meant that he sent in earlier that I played. Uh, this is the other one. I just quickly got it from his email because for some reason it didn't go through the first time. Anyway, here's Al and, and Joyce this time, I think, talking about uh, five years of Treks in Sci-Fi. In Sci Fi Podcast. This is your host, Rick Dosty, and I'll be guiding you through the worlds of science fiction. I want to first thank everyone for downloading and listening to this first beta cast. This is a test primarily, and I will explain that further in the show. <laughs> Just to give you a little bit of background of what this podcast is going to uh, be all about, it's going to touch upon the worlds of science fiction and mainly television and movies, but we'll also go into the large area of science fiction books occasionally and whatever else happens to be uh, going on in the world of science fiction. Just to give you uh, also some background on myself, uh, I live in Michigan. I've been a sci-fi fan all my life, primarily a Star Trek fan and Star Wars fan. Wow. What what you've all just heard is Rico's very first Treks in Sci-Fi podcast. Hi, this is Al. And this is Joyce. And uh, we're from the Tales from the Mouse House podcast. And uh, Rico, we just wanted to say congratulations and uh, happy fifth anniversary. Five years. Unbelievable. That's amazing. Congratulations. Yeah. To, to, to do anything for five years anymore is an amazing feat. But to actually uh, broadcast your love for science fiction for the past five years and gain the gigantic following that you've, that you've got and the incredible community that's that you know that is the Trex and Sci-Fi community is just a, a testimony to who you are and what you're bringing to the table. So looking back and thinking, wow, five years ago, I didn't even know that podcasts were around five years ago. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I even knew what a what an iPod was five years ago. I know. I think I got my first iPod like three years ago, and that might have been when I saw my first Star Trek episode too. No, you used to. She's fibbing, Rico. She she's a bigger bigger uh, Trek fan than she likes to admit. Um, Joyce actually uh, watches a lot of science fiction with me and she's actually listened to one or two of your shows. Yes, just a couple I do have to admit. Yeah. Five years. Uh, unbelievable, Rico. We we just, we applaud you and uh, like I said you are the reason why a lot of us are, are getting into podcasting now. So we, we have you to thank and as our buddy Rick Moyer pointed out, you're kind of our granddaddy. You're the granddaddy podcaster. Thanks, Papa. <laughs> so congratulations on uh, your first five year and uh, your first five years, and, and I, I hope to see you last uh, another five or more. As do I, and I hope that you can say, hi, this is Rick, and I'm from Michigan. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes, Granddaddy Rico here. Uh-oh, wait a second. Final front. Oh, we started their other uh, clip. Sorry about that. <laughs> Again, live live podcasting is just, it's fun. It's fun. 
Yeah, send me a bottle. Of, what is in Geritol? Rick Moyer just said in the chat room he's going to send me a bottle of Geritol. What is in that stuff? Do they still make it? What is in that? I, I don't know. And it, who came up with that name, Geritol? It just sounds terrible. Terrible. All right. Um, thanks so much for Alan Joyce. It was great. Uh, I talked to them, like I said, a couple of weeks ago uh, on their show, Tales from the Mouse House, and talked about Disney. And, boy, that brought back a lot of memories, too. So it's... Uh, but listening to, uh, speaking of memories, listening to that first uh, beta, first podcast that I did five years ago, it's just, I, I notice all I'm doing is saying, ah, ah, da. <laughs> I think I, I still slip those in occasionally and other, other things, but I try very hard not to do that anymore. I remember the first, especially year or so of doing the podcast, I spent a lot of time, it, it, well, not probably a good hour or two after I would do the show, I tried to cut and edit all that junk out like that. Uh, But then uh, uh, two things started to go on. One, as I got more comfortable with speaking to a microphone and and doing the show, I I don't think I was doing that as much as I was earlier doing the ah and the pauses and the ands and a lot of things like that. What's interesting is I listened to quite a few other podcasts and people who have done it for quite a while are still not very good speakers, I notice. And and I, I think that's interesting. Because I, I feel like I've improved quite a bit, and uh, the the quality, at least, I try to maintain. But the other thing I was going to say is that I have I don't edit hardly much anymore. I mean, I try to clean up certain audio things, and when I have gaps between clips that I'll play on the show or whatever, but my actually speaking portion of the podcast, I, I seldom have to chop anything, or at least I don't bother to anymore. And I know there's still glitches and things in there, but... It's been, you know, when I spend already probably, I guess on an average Sunday these days, it's probably eh, a couple hours, two, three, I probably five or six hours or so each week on on Sunday just just to do the podcast. Uh, That's doing some, you know, gathering up some clips, background stuff, recording it, editing it, putting it up, podcast notes, all of that. So uh, I'm just uh, saying the those listening, and I, and I don't want to scare anyone, but if you want to do your own podcast and start your own thing up, keep that in mind. And, you know, I spent a lot of time the rest of the week doing things on the forum. I've tweaked it and changed it uh, quite a bit recently and, and other things on the, the main website as well. But the podcast itself takes a good chunk of my day on Sunday, and I, I really wouldn't have it any other way. I, I, I seriously thought that when I had to move uh, out of state over here in Illinois for this job situation thing, stupid Ugh, killing me just killing me anyway uh i thought well you know am i gonna really do the podcast still but for a little while i thought you know maybe i should just take a break two things though i mean one was i i knew if i took a break i probably wouldn't go back to doing it that that would probably be the case and i and i feel kind of uh, in a way obligated is maybe the word to use not really but i just I also felt like it was a big part of who I am right now and what I do, and I felt like if I didn't continue that and didn't do it, that I would it would bug me a lot. It would bug me a lot, so I, I decided, uh, obviously, not to stop. And I also thought, you know, as we're coming up on five years, I also toyed with the idea, well, maybe with, with the way things are and guest hosts and it, maybe I should just go to, like, every two weeks, but uh, I really don't want to do that either, you know it's just fun it's still fun to do i always find uh, new things you know the what's great again is about science fiction fantasy star trek 
there's always new stuff to talk about, uh, always plenty of new things to cover. Uh, I think there are a lot of podcasts that started, and some of the ones that I think have sort of faded away, they didn't have really a clear idea of what they were going to be about or what their subject was going to be. They would just get on each week and talk about this or that and chit-chat and whatever, but... And that's okay, and, 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 and maybe it's good to just do that for a year or two and then just stop. That's fine, too. But eventually, that it's difficult to maintain that kind of a thing. I think you need to have sort of a central subject that you talk about. You can always have the loose show where you just gab on about stuff. I've done that occasionally when I've been on the road talking to my little portable recorder about whatever comes to mind. And those are fun to do, but I think ultimately you still need to have some central idea that you want to revolve your show around so now i'm getting off into who knows what so hey uh anyone in the chat room remind me though i mean i think i've played all of the clips that were sent in by people i believe i have so uh, i am going to uh, i think we're going to get near the end of the show we got to do one more contest uh but uh and i think what we're going to do yeah let's do the contest right now i think we're going to do the contest uh, and this is really an easy question for those that are on the forum, I think, and people that are uh, know me. Uh, but um, the the winner of this, though, and, and be careful, don't enter this contest if you don't want to participate in what the winner is going to receive. The winner, the winner of this one is going to co-host a show with me via Skype, and we're going to cover a Star Trek episode that we both agree on. The Star Trek episode will be something we I haven't covered yet, a new episode, something I haven't covered and but we're going to talk via skype so you're going to be a co-host and the uh again we'll, we'll decide on what episode we want to cover the i'm shooting for probably around middle of october we will probably do this together but um the uh the question so those in the chat uh get ready for the question this one's fairly easy i think uh, I, I have that little uh, babes of sci-fi and fantasy blog, uh, picture blog that I do during the week, and that's been a lot of fun, and there's a Star Trek Daily Pick blog. Uh, what I want to say, or what I want to, the question, I'm trying to uh, put a way to phrase this, uh, but um, <laughs> there's people already guessing, so I better, I better spit something out fast. Okay, if there was going to be a, knowing me, knowing me and my uh, likes and dislikes uh, in this area, uh, if we were going to have uh, Yeoman Rand in the next Star Trek movie, what actress who has done a pretty big sci-fi show would I pick to play Yeoman Rand in the next Star Trek movie? Who do you think that would be? And that, that should be an easy question, I guess. Uh, so go ahead. Uh, guess away, and this would be somebody. But you have to give me the actress's name. And I don't think I'm going to take Med's answer. Even uh, Brompton Boy, yes, yes, very good. Katie Sackhoff, of course. Katie, Katie would be the actress to play Yeoman Rand in the next Star Trek movie. I mean, is there any other choice? Come on. That would be fantastic. Bloody fantastic. So, Bronton Boy, you are the winner. And we are going to, if you are uh, uh, good with this, we will uh, do a uh, joint podcast sometime in October. We'll email back and forth and talk about the details soon. Think about an episode maybe you want to cover uh, that, or, or a couple of choices that I haven't covered before. And then uh, we will do that in October, uh, and that should be a lot of fun. 
Yeah, Jen's right, except she'd punch out Kirk. Katie's really just a girl. Come on. That was just a character she played. All right, Betty White. Oh, Betty White. You know who Betty White would be? She'd be like a good bartender or something. They go to a they go to some bar somewhere and run into Harry Mudd or whatever and, and and Betty White could be like the bartender. That would be good, wouldn't it? Oh, anyway. Yeah, she would be like the new Guinan. Yes, exactly. So All right, everyone. That's really about all I wanted to cover this week on the show. I'm going to stay here, chat a little bit, play a little bit more music. I'm probably going to take us out, as they say, with a song. But uh, but again, cheers, everyone. Five years. You know, there were a couple of people that commented during the their comments about, uh, you know, looking forward to five more years. Well, I, I don't know if I'll be here for five more years, but we will see how things go. I, I will be here, in, you know, in, in the foreseeable future. It's always a pleasure, always fun to do Treks and Sci-Fi for all of you. I hope uh, you do tell uh, people that you know uh, that, um, you know, this is the place to be for Sci-Fi, Star Trek, and, 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 you know, all that kind of fun. So tell your friends, and uh, I will talk to you again soon. We're going to pick another somewhat random song by Rick Moyer. Um, Let's see, what do we want to do? Oh, we're going to play something that uh, seems to uh, fit the occasion a little bit. We'll play this one, just the two of us, uh, for the Tuvix episode of Voyager to take us out on Treks and Sci-Fi this week on the live show. This is another Rick Moyer tune, and thanks everyone who joined in on Ustream today. I appreciate it, and uh, you were great. Always fun to do these. Uh, That's it. I should just shut up now and play the song. Yeah, okay. Bye-bye, everyone. Live long and prosper.
fall in love. However, she can't let go of the fact that Tuvok has a wife. And in the mess hall, by and large, Tuvix rescues and takes charge, making better food than Neelix ever did. Janeway uses the hypo spray. The isotopes come into play. Neelix and Tuvok are their own guys. Just the two of us. We can make this spaceship fly. Just the two of us. Just the two of us. Just the two of us. We used to be a flower and two guys. Just the two of us. You and I. Just the two of us, we can make this spaceship fly. Just the two of us, just the two of us, just the two of us, we can make this spaceship fly. Just the two of us, you and I. For more information, visit treksinsci-fi.com. Join the forums at treksinsci-fi.com slash forum. Dr. Beverly Crusher, I would appreciate an explanation. Yes, you should. Do you have a comment, a suggestion, or a question? Email Rico today at treksf.com. At gmail.com. That's treksf at gmail.com. And what do you think that tells me about your character? Treks in Sci-Fi, the weekly podcast with geeky goodness and entertainment news. Copyright 2010. All rights reserved. I can assure you that I'm not given to casual relationships. Yes, you should. Bye.